There was a study done at Yale University on the psychology of aging, and it was a 23-year study. They talked to uh, people, and they basically went into one of two cohorts. The first cohort had positive views of aging. So when they asked them how they felt about aging or what their expectations were for old age, they had relatively good things to say. You know, I would be moving into the prime of my life, or I'll be smarter than I've ever been before. They were very positive about it. The second group was very negative about it. My body's going to wear down. I don't have much to look forward to. Everybody gets sick. We'll all die at some point, that type of thing. What they found was that of the 660 adults in the study, the ones with positive views of aging lived, on average, 7.6 years longer. And that actually is a very significant number. Things like exercise and diet don't account for 7.6 years in life expectancy. So why, if your view is positive, the reason is because you'll take healthy actions as a result, and if your view is negative, you'll assume that deterioration of your health is inevitable. If you have a positive view of aging, you'll say something like, well, I should continue to eat healthy and work out because I feel good about moving into old age. I still have a lot to live for. Whereas if you have a negative view of aging, you'll say something like, what's the point in me exercising? I'm going to get sick anyway. I'm expecting to get old and so on. The point here is that there's a deeper level of behavior change and habit formation than what we often discuss. And the way that I would describe it is this. The outer layer of behavior change are the results that we get, the outcome, the goal. So that's the outside layer. Often we say we need better goals. We need better outcomes. We need better results. We need to hit new sales numbers. And so to do that, we take one step in on behavior change and we talk about our actions. Now, the actions and the results are usually where we stop when it comes to habits and behavior change. We say, how can we build better habits? How can we take action on this particular goal? How can we take an action to get a result? But I would argue, and that Yale study would prove this, that there's a deeper level of behavior change as well. And that level is identity or belief or mindset. You can take your pick of what you'd like to term it. But the identity that we hold drives the actions that we take and the results that we get. So in the Yale study, the people have a positive identity when it comes to aging. They believe that they should take positive actions and thus they get better results in the long run. We'll take a common example when it comes to personal habits, weight loss. So losing 20 pounds or 10 kilos over the next six months, that'll be the outer layer, okay? That'll be the result that you're going for. In order to lose those 10 kilos, you need to move in to the actions that you take. And so that would be something like working out three times a week or eating healthy. But most people stop there. So for example, in this case, the identity might be, I wanna become the type of person who doesn't miss workouts. And my argument is, if we focus just on the identity, if you become the type of person who doesn't miss workouts, if you become the type of person who exercises consistently and only focus on the core of behavior change, it ripples out to the other layers anyway. So the key idea here is that a shift in mindset leads to a shift in daily choices. And a shift in daily choices leads to significantly better results in the long run.